Today on the Doc on the Run podcast, we're talking about how healing running injuries compares to a savings account. So the big question is this, how are runners like us who don't like hearing doctors say, just stop running, who know that we simply have to stay active, how do we heal in a way that lets us stay strong, maintain our running fitness, and keep preparing for the next race, and still heal without making the injury worse? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Dr. Christopher Segler, and welcome to the Doc on the Run podcast. On this episode, we're talking about how running injuries compare to a savings account. And I'm sure that you have heard your running buddies and maybe even yourself use these analogies all the time. Like we just banked another run, you know, we got another hard workout in the bank. And we think that all these things add up and they create this great store of energy for us to be prepared for a marathon, an Ironman, whatever event we're training for. And it is true. You have to invest in your fitness and you have to prepare and be prepared for race day if you really want to do well and if you want to have a good time. But when it comes to running injuries, there's another analogy that you may not really like too much. And the fact is, is that about the worst place you can keep your money, aside from your mattress, is a savings account in a bank. Now, most people will tell you that it's very safe in the bank. It's you know insured, it's FDIC insured. So if the bank goes under, your money's safe up to a certain amount and nobody's going to steal your money. It does get stolen. The bank's responsible for it, so it doesn't matter. But the thing is, is that although it's safe, it's growing at a very, very, very slow rate. So yes, it's, it, you're not going to put your money in the bank and have it double overnight. You're also not going to lose it. And a lot of times what doctors do is they tell you when you have a running injury, you have to play it safe. You have to be reasonable. You have to stop running. You have to stop all of your activity. You just have to take all your energy and put it into healing. Now, I agree with that last part, but I don't agree with the most of the rest of it because what happens is that, you know, you get a running injury and you think that your, you know, your foot hurts, so you need to see a doctor and you need an opinion on what to do. When you go see them and they tell you to stop running and they tell you to just rest and recover, well, they're, they're talking about the injury itself. They're not really talking about the rest of you or the whole person who needs to actually perform as an athlete. And we know that bad things happen when you sit still. We know bad things happen when you wear a fracture walking boot or you use crutches. And the longer, the worse it is. And it's not additive, it's exponential. So the longer you stay off of your foot, the longer you're in a cast, the longer you're on crutches, the more risk you have of getting a different injury later. And so in that respect, when you're an athlete who's injured and your goal is not just to heal the, the problem, the stress fracture or the tendonitis or whatever it is, your goal is to run really treating your injury in the safest possible way is not always the best course of action because you have to think about what's going to be safest for you when you actually return to running, not right now. What's going to be safest for you when you're actually performing, when you're doing your high mileage weeks, when you're racing, that's what you really need to think about. Because I'll tell you that I see runners, I do telemedicine visits with runners all the time who have not just had one overtraining injury, they're now stuck in a cycle of overtraining injuries. And it's because they go through this injury, hoping to get better, waiting to get better, losing their fitness, getting weaker and stiffer. And then when they return to running, they get a different injury or a recurrence of the same injury. And either way, you're just not getting what you want. So you have to think what your goal is. and You have to think how to get there as quickly as possible. So if you're really in that place where you're trying to figure out what to do next, there's something I've created for you. It's a three-day training. It's three days where you basically just give me one hour and I'll show you what to do to really get a handle on where you are right now, what you need to do and how you need to start fast tracking things. But 
sitting still is not the best way. You need to figure out how to really assess how much pain you have right now, how bad you are on that spectrum, because the, the whole thing that doctors give you in terms of some standard timeline, they say, my patients usually take four weeks. Well, what does that mean? Are your patients all the same? Are your patients all runners? Or are they some people who are like 75 years old and using a walker? And then some people who are 75 years old and running marathons, or some people that are 20 year old track stars, like what's the range of people that recover in that time? You know, no treatment fits everybody the way that no training schedule fits everybody. But before you can choose your training schedule, you need to get a real handle on where you are right now. And that's what I actually do in this three-day challenge where I show you how to fast track your running injury in record time. You can get the link. It's in the comments. It's on the website. It's at the podcast episodes at the bottom of the show notes. But you can sign up for free. You can go grab your seat. It's limited to a certain number of attendees, but the seats are still available. You can grab one and come just give me one hour, three days in a row, and I'll show you what to do.